It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Divas That Care. My name is Candace Gish. If this is your very first time tuning into the Divas That Care, a huge welcome. The Divas That Care is going to be going into its 12th season, and we're listening to in over 30 countries around the world. And it's because of all of our amazing listeners that we were able to do this. We have a fantastic tribe around the world, and we're so grateful to each and every one of them. So we're so happy that you've now joined us to be a part of that. Today I have the pleasure of, you know, welcoming a brand new one to our Diva family. Um, this woman is absolutely inspiring and encouraging. Today's guest is the amazing Renee Reich. Re- Renee, welcome to the Divas That Care. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm grateful to be here. It's Renee Reich, and this is something that I wanted to do. I know you and I have spoken about it for a while to come on your show, and I'm grateful to have the opportunity today to share our voices together. Oh, Renee, I am so excited uh, to have you, and I do apologize. I, I, you know, I had told you in the beginning of the program, I'm like, okay, I'm going to say your last name correctly, and of course, I messed it up, so I do apologize. About <laughs> it sounds good. <laughs> It's always great to have brand new women to our program because we love to get to know you. So would you mind spending a couple minutes kind of sharing a little bit about yourself? Absolutely, my pleasure. So I am an East Coast girl. I grew up in in New Jersey, in the suburbs, and uh, moved to Southern California. Actually, uh, before my senior year in high school, a little bit of a difficult time then, but uh, I was grateful to be able to be here with my family and to come out to California and enjoy the nice weather and make some new friends and still keep my old ones uh, from where I grew up. So that's been a big part of that journey is your your youth into your adulthood. And along that journey, um, I worked at a place when I was working in corporate America for a long time, for 25 years with one company. And after being released, I went into a women's, women helping women group that I was actually running classes and such. But one thing I really want to bring about in this whole journey is the the voice process. I actually lost my voice while I was in that 25-year career. And in 2013, I lost my voice to a very devastating and painful illness called viral pharyngitis. And I was quarantined for close to four months before quarantining became a thing all these years later as we are doing this interview in uh, 2022. And uh, it was a very, very painful time. It was a virus that attacked my vocal cords, and it literally took a hold of them. So uh, I remember hearing in the ER that I was very contagious and I was not allowed to be with the public. So for someone like me who just loves to engage with people and loves to speak and connect, it was a very difficult time mentally because doctors literally had no way to help me. They, there was no magic bullet that they could give me, no magic pill, uh, because it was a virus. It was an emotional time because I couldn't be with my loved ones. I was quarantined away from everybody and physically because of the multitude and the magnitude of sores that riddled my vocal cords. So it was a very, very difficult time on so many levels. And it took close to one year 
for me to fully regain the use of my voice, along with the help of a lovely vocal coach who I was put in touch with. Uh, what I learned in that process is because I was running through life so much and being a manager in, in a retail corporation for so long that I never took time out to care for myself and that I truly believe that the physical loss of my voice manifested from the metaphoric loss of my voice in my own life. You know, those feelings of not being enough, people-pleasing, fear mm-hmm. of judgment, you know, what all those self-limiting beliefs we, especially as women, have. And I made that my story until it took a big hold, as I said, of my own voice. It's amazing. And, you know, thank you so much for sharing that with our listeners. Uh, I don't think a lot of our listeners have necessarily heard of that. And I, I'm really glad that you're sharing it because it's just one more thing that we can get out there and let people be more aware of. I agree. It's, you know, we, have, we walk around. There's, of course, social media is out there. Everyone puts their best foot forward on social media. But what goes on behind the scenes, and it was me when I was in corporate America, you know, always like being number one. Everything was going great, but inside I was dying. And it was very difficult. I wanted to make sure everybody else was taken care of so much that, you know, the teams I was in charge of, everybody was number one at one point in that whole that whole journey. They was they were doing really, really well. But the one that was in charge of them never took charge of her own life and never spoke her own truth. And in so making sure that everybody else did well, I was suffering in silence. And how many and I keep saying women because as a woman I know what that feels like to not speak your truth, to fear the judgment, to have that the limiting beliefs of ever being good enough or feeling like you are enough. And what you do on the inside definitely has an effect. And in my case, as I said, it took hold of my own voice and I was taken out of life for almost four months where I was quarantined in my own apartment, in my own body with no way out because I was told I was not allowed to be with the public. So I no longer had a voice. I could not be out with people. I was sitting in my own muck for, as I said, close to four months with no help from doctors because it was a virus, as I said, and they had no cure for me. That is incredible. And I love how it, was, yeah. it brought you to where you are today. You know, you are a number one best-selling author now, and I think that's extraordinary and a huge congratulations to you because of that. But the, And the book itself is called Finding Your Voice, Unlock your chains and unleash your greatness. And I'm like, wow, that is so inspiring. And to hear your story, and I think our listeners dive right into that because I think it's really important to share why you decided to write this story and how now it's inspiring so many others. Thank you so much. It is from, you know what, from our pain comes our purpose. We don't always know it and we don't always realize the journey and embrace the journey you know, I had a poem in my place that says Joy's in the Journey. I didn't even know why I bought it when I did, but it, it spoke to me years ago, even before the book. I somehow knew it would resonate with me later on, and it did, because the journey of losing my voice was the beginning of finding my voice. Extraordinary. Absolutely extraordinary. Renee, you are, as I said, we were talking a lot about your book here, because I think it's really important for all of our listeners to go and check that out. But you've also, you're doing a lot of transformational coaching stuff on the side. What did, why did you decide to do something like that? Obviously, you've left corporate America. You're on this journey of really helping others out there. And let's, let's hear a little bit about that part of it. 
So really it was because in that moment, in those moments in 2013, that whole time of losing my voice, but I was released from corporate America in 2017. That was February of 2017, after 25 years of being with them. And in 2018, my dad transitioned. 20 July of 2017, my best friend transitioned. So it's not only that the losses in your life, we all experience losses, but what you find along the way, and in losing my voice all the way back in 2013, it was to take that first step to find it. And when things are taken from us, they're really taken for us. And again, we don't know it at the time. And the pain that I had in that those, gosh, that whole year of not really being able to speak because it was taken and to have to have to look at myself in the mirror because that was also part of my my transformation back to finding my voice was working with the vocal coach to literally take a look in the mirror. But we often do that, but do we really look inside? And when I had to really look at myself in the mirror and understand what was going on, it was a journey of finding my own voice and releasing those limiting beliefs. The book I wrote, it really is for others to find their voice. It's I relate it and equate it to the journey of a butterfly. You know, it starts out as an egg and it goes to the caterpillar, the crawling stage like we do in life. And then we go, like the caterpillar, into the chrysalis stage, that gooey, gooey, mucky stage of trying to figure stuff out, only to then emerge as a beautiful butterfly we always were. But we had to go through the transformation in the process. So as a transformational and women's empowerment coach, I take my clients through a journey of finding their voice, and I created a voice blueprint. So I'll walk you through that. The V is vulnerability. The O is owning your voice. The I is igniting that flame and inspiration. The C is courage and confidence. And the E is empowerment. When you add the V plus O plus I plus C, you equal empowerment. And to become an empowered person, an empowered woman, an empowered soul, it's something that we don't start out as, but to go through the journey to get there is where the joy really lies because we have to go through that, you know, that process and those steps, like I said, to get to the the butterfly, you've got to go through the crawling, through the transformation to become the butterfly that you always were. I really enjoy how you've explained that. I really like, because that's what we do. We, as women, we've struggled through different things in our lives. You know, we're all different. We have these different journeys. But in a lot of ways, there's a similarity because there's always these obstacles that we're overcoming to become the truer self or our true vision of what we're supposed to be. And when you explain that, I can understand the whole finding your voice. It makes so much sense to me because at this point in my life, I feel like I'm now using my voice, explaining and and making the world, my world, a better place because of that. Um, And I would never have imagined that years ago had I not gone through the transformation that I have in order to get to where I am today. That's so true. It, it, you know, it is, as I said, it is a process, and it takes time, and we don't always give ourselves the grace of that time. We just want to get from A to Z as fast as we can. But when you take the time and make the time to 
go through that journey. And, I, you know, again, it wasn't something that I really would have done because I, liked, I was the one that wanted to get from A to Z, but it was forced upon me. And in hindsight, what I realized and what I learned is to give yourself grace and to not be so hard yes. and, you know, harsh on yourself, to give yourself that gift of time. We all have the same amount of seconds within the day. What are you doing each moment? And how are you embracing the time we have here? We always want to get to the finish line. But when you go through the journey and realize it's there for you and things aren't happening to you but really for you, that you can really embody it, embrace it, and then begin to not just serve yourself but to serve others with the gifts that you've learned. That is fantastic. And, you know, it makes me think of, we talk a lot about that on the show, is just breathe. Take those moments and breathe and take it all in. And I, I'm i always so grateful when I have the opportunity to talk to amazing women like yourself, Renee, because it really brings it back to me that being grateful for everything that happens in your life and because it brings us to where we're supposed to be. Like you mentioned, you know, finding your purpose and what what were you meant to be to do on this earth? And I think that's what you're doing. You're really teaching people, um, like you were mentioning the butterfly effect and and bringing you to where you are today and how in return you can trickle to have that trickling effect on helping others. Absolutely. As I said, I you know, I work corporate America, I was managing multi million dollar teams, running them very successfully. But was I really running me, who was running the show behind me. I look forward, and I do write this in my book, I look forward to days off not to breathe. I look forward to days off to see what more I can do so when I was at work I could spend time with my teams. Nobody held a gun in my head and said, you need to you know, use every waking minute to do work. I chose that because I gained the validation for me by the things I did rather than who I was. And I think as women, we look for outside so many. I, I can speak for myself. I can't speak for other women, but I have a feeling. A lot of us look for outside validation. I was always looking for that recognition of being successful, and I thought that meant love. When you're recognized for a good job, you know, that they, they, you were loved and you were all these things, and it didn't mean that. You have to give yourself that love. You have to give yourself those accolades for being enough. Don't look for it or validate yourself from a piece of paper, an award that you get to tell that, that you're making it mean that people love you. It means you've achieved a goal. But that does not equate to love. The love comes from within you. And I always think I'm, I'm a big, yeah, with, with metaphors. I think about metaphors a lot. And I think about Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. If you think of, I just dated myself with that show, but if you think about it, Dorothy went, was looking to go to the land of Oz to find her way back home to Kansas. And she was looking to get these ruby slippers and click her heels three times, and that was going to somehow magically get her home. Along her journey to the land of Oz, she came across three characters, the first being the scarecrow looking for a brain. If you recall the story, he was the smartest one of all. Then they came across a tin man, looking for a heart. And Dorothy had to keep putting his oil on it because he had the biggest heart of oil of, of all. He kept crying and he was getting rusty, so she had to keep oiling him. 
And then there was the scarecrow, the one looking for courage. And he was the one who jumped in front of Dorothy and all the other characters against the wicked witch of the West who was there to harm Dorothy. He had the courage the whole time. Each of them had the courage and the brains and the heart and the way back home within themselves all along. It was finding their own voice, finding themselves, and freeing themselves to be themselves in order to come home to who they always really were. That is a fantastic metaphor. I absolutely think that's brilliant. And I never thought of it like that, but isn't that the truth? It's what I do with my clients in coaching. I bring them back home to themselves, and I free themselves to be themselves so they can. Well, I think that you must be doing an extraordinary job. I want to ask you, Renee, do you offer you know online workshops also in, in groups, or do you do mostly one-on-one coaching? A great question. I actually offer both. I do one-on-one and group coaching. The one-on-one seems to be more popular because, you know, when you're unlocking your chains, unleashing greatness, you're becoming vulnerable. A lot of people don't always feel comfortable in a group session, and so I do hold a lot of one-on-one coachings, and I also welcome your audience to to reach out to me for that because I do a 30-minute complimentary consultations to make sure we're a good fit and to see how I can best serve and support along that way. And uh, I really welcome that. It's something that As I say, I offer, when I go on podcasts, I'd like to offer it to your audience as well to reach out to me for that complimentary coaching. I also have, and I'm going to make sure you have it in your show notes, a free ebook to this 10 Steps in Finding Your Voice, which is a great, great tool to have. I think our listeners are really going to love that. And you mentioned, we had mentioned actually before, that you do have a book out there how can our listeners get a hold of your book? Oh, thank you so much. It is, as you said earlier, it's called Finding Your Voice, Unlock Your Change, and Unleash Your Greatness. And if you go to my website, reneereich.com, it's R-E-N-E-E-R-E-I-S, like Sam, C, like Charlie, H, like Harry, reich.com, you can find my book on my website, too. And um, definitely get a hold of it. The reason that there's the Kindle version as well. The reason I recommend the book is because in the book, after each chapter, I have what's called a takeaway. And it's my way of holding your hands and helping you to find your voice. There are three to four lined pages after each chapter that allows you to express your voice. I ask questions. I pose to the reader based on what you just read in the chapter how it pertains to you, because I didn't want to write a book about me and my journey. I wanted to be able to relate it to you and your own journey. So in the words of my book, I've been able to express my voice and share it with you and help you through your own journey of finding your voice in your own life. And what I'm going to be doing after our program, Renee, is I'll be posting this in our social media so all of our listeners can go and check that out also. That's wonderful. This has been fantastic. Renee, I hope that uh, you come back on our show in the future because I'd love to talk more about the transformational coaching part of it. But before we end our program, is there any maybe tips or tools that you can leave our listeners today? 
Absolutely. There are a few. Before I even get to those, I want to say if there's anybody out there who is really suffering in silence and feels that they, you know, are at their wits end, they are looking for somebody to serve and support them in their journey and find their voice, please reach out. I mean, this is why, you know, I feel I went through this pain and suffering so you don't have to. We all have a journey in life. We all have a purpose. And my purpose is to be able to give and serve and share my voice with you and through the experiences that we have that we can do that. And I'd love to also be able to get my book into schools and universities and women's classes or women's groups because it can certainly help them in finding their own voice. No matter what the struggle is, there's always strength, and I'm happy to be there as a vessel with a voice to serve and support those needing that support. So please, please reach out and uh, don't hesitate. I'm happy to speak with you. Um, the tips and tools I would say, first and foremost, to never give up. I have a best friend who's watching over me from heaven. And as I said earlier in this conversation, she transitioned in July of 2017. She never gave up on herself and she never gave up on me. And so one thing I would really impart upon you is to not give up on yourself. No matter how life how hard life seems to be sometimes, and it is. There's, there's no doubt that the ebb and flow of life, like the waves of the ocean, it's the waves of life. But not to give up on yourself and to know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And you can find joy once again, no matter what has gone on in your life, when you think you don't have anything left, it's when there's hope. And so don't give up on yourself. Don't give in to the negative self-talk. Surround yourself with like-hearted, I'm not saying like-minded, like-hearted people who support you and see the greatness within you because there's a word called intimacy. And intimacy, when you break it down, is in to me, I see. And within each of you, there's a glimmer within ourselves. Renee, thank you so much. It has been a pleasure listening to you today. And as I said earlier, I would love to have you back on the program, just sharing more of your wisdom with all of us. Thank you so much, Candice. It would be my pleasure. You just let me know and we'll we'll get together again. I I welcome that. Thank you. And a huge shout-out to all of our amazing listeners. Make sure you take this call and you share it with all your friends and family. And make sure you go and check out this amazing book, this amazing author and this amazing coach you know she renee is such a fantastic woman that as i said i'm going to be posting her information after our show and you can definitely check that out on our website or on all of our social media where we'll be posting it to our listeners make sure that all of you do something kind today and until next time have a fantastic one thanks for listening this show was brought to you by divas that care connect with us on facebook on instagram And of course, on divasthatcare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.